Organization and cleaning have not been my strong suits, but I've learned to strengthen those skills and I want to help you girls do the same. Welcome to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hello, girls. Welcome to episode 87 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls, and I am thrilled you are here. If you're at home, I want you to take a moment and look around the room you're in. If you're not at home, picture your room as it was the last time you saw it. What stands out to you? No judgment here, just noticing what's there, like stacks of papers, piles of clothes, a random pencil under the bed, hair ties scattered on the floor. Would you consider the room clean and organized or cluttered and messy? We're not being critical, we're being curious. With that in mind, I want you to check in with yourself. When you see a messy room or space, how does that affect how you feel? Just a few years ago, a study found that clutter has a negative effect on people. It impacts their quality of life and causes them to feel overwhelmed and to procrastinate, meaning they wait till the last minute to get things done. On the flip side, a recent study in China showed that people who lived in tidy homes were more likely to report good health. A few of you suggested a topic on organization and cleaning, and I want to discuss this not because I'm really good at it, but because I have struggled with it, gotten better at it, and am actively working on it. Progress, not perfection, right? Sometimes messes don't bother me at all, because I'll make a pile of the mess with good intentions to come back later and clean it up. But then I don't, and the messes pile up. I lose track of where things are. I feel anxious about the piles of piles until I can't wait any longer and finally give in and start cleaning them up. Because I allow the messes to grow, putting all of the things where they go is a much larger task. So here are my organization and cleaning tips as someone who is not naturally good at it. First, choose one thing, one pile, one box, one drawer, one shelf in your closet. Choose one thing at a time to clean. It'll feel much more doable and you'll prevent yourself from feeling overwhelmed. South African theologian Desmond Tutu said, there is only one way to eat an elephant, a bite at a time. This expression means when taking on a large task, work on it little by little. I don't eat elephants, but I do love Costco cakes. And you can't eat a Costco cake in one bite, even in one meal. But if you break it up into smaller pieces and have one bite at a time, eventually you could eat the whole thing. Ask me how I know. If you try to take on cleaning your whole room or even just your closet, it will likely be too much to tackle in one cleaning session. You'll get tired of cleaning and either shove the mess back where it was or leave it and have an even bigger mess now that it's all been pulled apart. 
by only focusing on one thing at a time, the task seems much more manageable. So choose one thing to clean and don't switch to another mess until it's cleaned up. Next, set a timer and clean up until time is up. Do nothing else during that time, no other distractions. Just clean until the clock runs out. The timer could be a traditional countdown on a device, or you could make a playlist and keep cleaning until the last song ends. Music can be a great energizer, making a mundane task much more fun. Timed cleaning doesn't have to be a big chunk of time either. You'd be surprised what you can accomplish in just five minutes of dedicated cleaning time. When you see how effective timed cleaning is, you may be more motivated to try it again, helping you take one bite at a time. If you're trying to declutter, but having a hard time deciding whether or not to keep something, take advice from the experts. Marie Kondo, a Japanese professional organizer, created her own method of tidying up, KonMari, which centers on whether an item sparks joy. Take an item in your hands, and pay attention to how your body feels. If it makes you feel good, hang on to it at least until the next declutter. And if not, don't. British author Greg McKeown is an essentialism advocate. And he says, instead of asking yourself whether you'll ever wear or use something in the future, ask yourself, do I love this like now? And do I wear or use this often? And if there is a hint of a no, let it go. Another technique I use is to visually show myself what I'm using and what I'm not. So shirts, for example, I flip the hangers around and hang them from the back of the rod. And then when putting away laundry, I hang up shirts I wore that week, like normal, from the front of the rod. When the season changes or three months later, I'm able to see what I actually wear and what I don't, because what I don't is turned around. You could do this with jewelry, with shoes, lots of things. Whenever you use them, put them on the opposite side of the drawer or shelf or rack, and you'll start to see what isn't getting used. Cut down on the clutter and you'll cut down on the messes. Once you've decluttered multiple one things, you'll likely have a collection of stuff you're letting go of. Unless it's actually trash, don't throw it out just yet. Let your parents look over the items. They may want to hang on to something for a younger family member or check for keepsakes that spark joy for them. Decide what to do with the remaining items. Host a swap with friends. Donate to an organization that collects gently used items or donate to a thrift store. Have a garage sale or see if you can sell items to a consignment store. Another way I stay organized and enjoy it is with storage systems like bins, boxes, dividers, and shelves. Here's the thing. I choose storage items that are my style, like color, design, and materials. This may seem silly, but I've found that I'm more likely to use storage systems if I like looking at them. For example, here in my office, I have plastic bins with white polka dots that hold workshop materials. In my desk, I have a tray with compartments for things, and this organizer over here sorts my office supplies. 
In my bedroom closet, I have a box with all of my nail polish and another for mementos and thank you cards and ticket stubs. I have a jewelry organizer that holds necklaces, bracelets, and earrings, only the ones I absolutely love. Storage systems do not have to be expensive to be effective. You can personalize a plain but sturdy bin using permanent markers or stickers or cute labels. Create something you like to see and you too might be more likely to use it. On that note, my final organization and cleaning tip is to put things back where they belong. The saying goes, a place for everything and everything in its place. If you're like me, and rather than just putting something away where it goes, you tend to set it aside out of convenience with good intentions to come back to it later, thinking you'll definitely remember where you temporarily placed it. And then later, you frantically search all over for it because you didn't put it back where it belongs and now you don't know where it is. Staying organized may require you to take a few extra steps upstairs or another moment to return something to its box, but it will save you time searching for it and sanity wondering where it could be. If you always put things back in the same place where they belong, you'll be able to find them the next time you need them. By consistently practicing these tips, organization and cleaning will become less dreadful to you and you might even start liking them. Remember to do one thing, one bite at a time. Keep things that spark joy. Motivate yourself by cleaning to your music and organizing with your style and put everything in its place. Organization and cleaning are not only great life skills to develop, they'll also help you feel more in control of and better about your life. To help you with this, I created an organization and cleaning poster for you to print out, personalize, and post on your wall where you'll see it, remember it, practice it, and believe it. That's the important part. I will link that file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number 87 on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. And while you're there, you can get on the email list too. If you have a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. Send an email, tweens get the okay from your parents, to hello at empowerfulgirls.com. And if you have social media already, you can follow me on Insta or TikTok at empowerfulgirls. I'm not encouraging or endorsing social media, but I'm on there to offer an unfiltered, uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for the 10 for Teens and Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls. 